52 Traders, episode 77. Don't focus so much on making profits week in and week out. Focus on making profits over the entire year. Over the next year, your host, Cam Hawkins, gets inside the minds of 52 of the world's best traders to find out if he has what it takes to become one of them. Join Cam every week on the 52 Traders podcast or at 52traders.com to learn how to trade like the pros. This podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only and is not investment, trading, or financial advice of any kind. Trading is very risky and could lose you all of your capital. Any comments about historical performance are not an indication of future results. What's up, traders? Welcome to another installment of the 52 Traders Podcast. I'm your host, Cam Hawkins, and today we've got Troy Bombardier, ex-hedge fund manager on the show. Uh, Troy, yes, he's an ex-hedge fund manager, so he had a hedge fund, and now he doesn't have a hedge fund, and now he just trades his own money. So obviously did quite well in the years that he had the hedge fund, which was a multi-million dollar fund. Guys, so we're going to hear from this guy. He's got an interesting, unique story as to where he ended up where he is now, and you'll hear that in the show, along with a whole bunch of other stuff around the S&P 500. Now, before we get into the actual show, guys, I want to give you a quick update on my Trading Mentors match-off competition. So for those that couldn't make it to Facebook Live on Sunday for the prize draw on my kitchen table where we had a bit of a funny-looking pink Star Wars-like character helping us out, uh, the winners, we had three winners, three listeners who are paired up with three Trading Mentors from the show, namely Adam Lord, Derek van der Linde and Avdo. So those guys have been paired up with three listeners, three lucky winners, and the names of those guys are Zach Farone, uh, Phil Mullins, and the last is known as Prince K. We'll find out if we get his real name in the interview. But I'm going to be tracking their progress on the show here over the next few months. So three months, we're going to sort of find out how these guys get on under this mentorship. We're going to find out strategies. We're going to find out what they're doing psychologically, what the big sort of breakthrough moments are. There's going to be a whole lot of value and insight into here, especially when we touch base with our mentors again, uh, Adam, Derek, and Avdo, and find out how they're approaching the challenge as well, and how they're helping our traders sort of get through the more difficult times, and maybe some of these things will resonate with you guys out there. Who knows? Anyway, so more on that in the coming episode, so keep an ear to the ground for that. Uh, we don't have a sponsor this week, so back to the bar we go, guys. So <laughs> I'm accepting drinks at the bar on 52 Traders at the virtual bar there, guys. I do this show for free, so this does help keep these episodes coming on a regular basis. Now, last but not least... If you are into automating your trading or you do want to learn how to automate some of the stuff that you're doing at the moment to save yourself a bit of time on the charts, to potentially stop you from having to get a developer every other day that you want to automate something, to learn to take these skills to heart, to learn how to do them, to join a community of traders that are doing this over there at automatemytrading.com. There are a few more hours left before the doors actually close on this community. So Guys, if you do want to take part in this, the doors are shutting very soon. I'm not too sure when they're going to open again, but there's a massive deal and a big discount on membership at the moment. So if you do want to come on board, now is your chance. And trust me, by the time this goes out, you might actually miss out on it. Anyway, automatemytrading.com. Go over there now. You might be a little bit too late. This is probably the best deal you're going to get anytime soon. Okay, guys. Right. Let's get on the show. See you on the other side. 
Okay, welcome Troy. Thanks for joining me here on the 52 Traders podcast this week. How are things over there in Sydney, Australia? Uh, it's definitely sunny and beautiful right now. It's very nice. Thank you for having me on, Cam. Yeah, not a problem. Look, it's, a, it's a nice part of the world. Um, I'm off to Australia at the end of the year, and maybe I'll do a bit of a 52 Traders uh, uh, meet up there at some stage for you listeners out there, so keep an ear to the ground for that. Um, right, so let's get on with the show. So can you tell us a little bit about you personally first, and then what? how did you get into trading? Um, so yeah, I actually got into trading in high school. Um, all my life, I've just wanted to kind of work for myself. And this was back in 2007, so when I first started, um, at the time, I wasn't sure if I wanted to get into trading or business, and ultimately, I decided on trading because for business, you're just really driven by the business cycle. So it's very hard for a business to grow when the economy is in a recession or crashing, as it did in 2008. But for trading, you can make money in good times and bad times, like you can short when the market's going down, when the economy's going down, or you can go long. So really, you get the best of both worlds. So I started in 2007, and all my life, I've kind of had a more pessimistic outlook. So obviously, the whole 2008 crash fit really well into my thesis, which is that the uh, global economy was going to hell, right? So at the time, I've always known that I wanted to trade ETFs and sectors instead of individual stocks, just because for individual stocks... You have two layers that you need to focus on. One, which is the broader market, and two is the own company's fundamentals and earnings situation. So when you trade a sector or a broad, for example, S&P ETF such as UPRO, you only have to consider the first thing, which is how that sector or how the whole stock market is doing. So I shorted XLF, which is the um, ETF for finance, down in 2008. And I shorted it in different waves. So I'm not a day trader. I've more, I'm more of a medium-term to long-term trader. And I shorted in different ways. And around January, I got out of my short and I waited. So um, in March, I started to go long because at the time, it hit a long-term valuation extreme, which is 0.7 on the Tobin's Q. And so I went long from there until June of 2009. And then I started to short again because... At the time, I did not know a lot about trading, and I thought that, hey, the U.S. economy isn't that good, the numbers aren't that good, the data isn't that good, this must still be a recession. So therefore, I thought that finance would go down again, and that the bear market will, would continue. Well, long story short, it didn't, and after doubling my profits in 2008 and 2009, so I doubled my account, I lost all my profits in the short from June 2009 all the way until January 2010. (laughs) So I went from thinking that I was a genius to feeling like I was an idiot. And I just kept on shorting all the way up. And to mitigate my losses, I started to rotate my position. For example, if during the day the uh, hourly RSI was high, I would put that short on. And if the hourly RSI got a bit low, I would cut my short and then remove it back up. So I kind of rotated my position as it went up to mitigate my losses, but still, because the trend was so strong in 2009, my losses were 50%, basically. And I shorted all the way up until June, uh, sorry, until May, and then, as you will know, that is the exact top for the big correction from May to July 2010. So I covered my short at the exact top, and then I watched the S&P fall like 15 17%. So that was a really big... 
I realized my trading method was not sound. I couldn't just have a discretionary approach that said, um, I think that the US economy isn't good, therefore stocks should go down. I need a quantitative approach. So I basically spent the next six months studying various quantitative approaches. And in trading for the S&P, there are really only two methods, either you're trend following or you're contrarian, right? So the problem with trend followers is that because the S&P's waves are all so long, and they're not big waves either like you see in commodities, then you end up getting whipsawed a lot. So a lot of trend followers actually underperform just a pure and simple buy and hold strategy, right? So the idea is you want to be buy and hold, and you want to beat it by a lot. Otherwise, as a professional trader, you're really not doing your job, right? So the standard kind of uh, quantitative trend following approach doesn't really work. And so second, I looked into a um, medium-term to short-term contrarian strategy, which is what most traders would do. For example, they say, oh, momentum's high right now, therefore I go short. Momentum is low, therefore I go long. Or sentiment is too extreme, it's, it's extremely bullish, therefore I'll go short. Or sentiment is extremely bearish, therefore I'll go long. Okay, so that was the first part of the show. Now, to hear the full episode, the best bits, join the family at 52traders.com. They usually go for about 45 minutes to an hour long. And trust me, these shows are great. They give us so much insight. Now, if you want to get there quickly, all you need to do is jump into the show description on your phone, and there's a link taking you directly to 52traders.com, where you can join the family over there and listen to the full episode. Now, in the rest of the show, I cover off what my traders do differently from the rest of us. So what, are they, what is it that they're doing that we're not doing? What their typical trading day looks like? What they would do if they had a day job now and wanted to trade for a living? Their preferred trading strategy. So actually, how does it work? What we should be educating ourselves on when we're looking at a price chart. So what indicators we should use, what price levels, what chart patterns, all those sorts of things. Also, we touch on fundamentals as well. So how do we use news to our advantage? Trading psychology, tips, tricks, techniques. We go through those. Exiting trades, managing trades that you've got running. So we talk about their strategies. They give you strategies for exiting and managing trades. Books to read, websites to visit, all the best ones. Something that you should try and master over the next month. The broker and platform they use. And finally, last but not least, they give us a full trading strategy. So something you guys can try out at home on your PC this week in the markets, if you wish. Now, to get the full episode, you need to jump onto 52traders.com, join the family. As I said, it usually goes on for 45 minutes to an hour. And there's a link in the show description. So if you're on your phone, just jump on there, tap the link, and it'll take you straight to 52traders.com. Now, if you're thinking about learning to automate any of your trading, hiring a developer, learning to code, that sort of thing, then before you do that, jump onto my other website, automatemytrading.com. So if you're interested in automating some or all of your trading, then jump onto automatemytrading.com and you'll see me over there. For now, to hear the rest of this episode, all you need to do is click on the link in the show description or go to 52traders.com. See you there.